Good morning and welcome to Oklahoma Real Estate on the Move. This is Mark Carr, team member of the Becky Ivins Real Estate team here with Becky Ivins. <laughs> good morning, Mark. Good morning. Uh, and good morning, listeners. Uh, we've got kind of an interesting show for you today, and it's just Mark and me. We have no guest. Uh, I do have some tickets, by the way, to the, uh, what is that new show called? Out at the fairgrounds. It's not the home and outdoor living like it usually is. It is a remodeling show. Oh. An outdoor show that's coming that's up coming next up. month. Okay. Well, we'll look it up and we'll get you some information. And if you want to call in, join the conversation today's show. It's 405 840 That's 405 840 Becky, what are we talking about today? Well, how do you win in a real estate transaction? How do you win? Uh, Sometimes we get offers on our listings, and I'm thinking, did no one ever teach this realtor how to win? And then sometimes we will offer on a transaction and know that our offer is better than what any other offer is going to be, yet they take a different offer, and we're going, well, so how do you win whether you're a buyer or a seller? Yeah. So let's talk about that. That's a great topic, and it's something that there is a lot of misinformation out there that people have in their mind that that it's only about price. It's not only about price. No, there's a lot of things that, that are in a contract that are mm-hmm. – in fact, when I present an offer, that's usually the last thing I present is the actual what are these buyers offering to purchase the property for because that's not the most important figure in that contract yeah to our realtor friends who listen to the show and and i know you have a lot of people who follow you and a lot of realtors who follow you through the years if you have not taken a master class from becky about contract and understanding the contract, presenting the contract, it's a great class you teach. Well, thank you for that little promo. I have no classes scheduled at this particular time. I will, though, because I love sharing the knowledge that I've gained over the years. Yeah. Uh, and I love staying current on that knowledge, too. So that that really makes a lot of difference. And our market, in the 45 years or so that I've been in this business, the uh, – We've never had a market like we have right now and like we've had over the last couple of years. It's different. Now, we've had accelerating markets. We've had inflation. We've had interest rate vulnerability. We've never had the combination of market that we have right now. What's the most surprising to you? I I think it is just the lack of consumer knowledge. Because people, the, if you're a first-time home buyer, you don't have the knowledge of even doing it before. But if you're a second or third or fourth-time home buyer, maybe this is your 11th home that you've purchased. It's different than it has been those other times. We've had a lot of constants over the years. 
But this is a different environment for lending, for cash, for just terms in the contract that can be tweaked so much that you can sometimes buy a house for less money and still be the best offer. Mm. So there's a lot of things. We'll be talking about that, talking about the different ways that you can do to win, whether you're the seller and the buy or the buyer. And if you want to call in, join the conversation. We have tickets to an upcoming event uh, for you. 405-840-1000 is that number. So let's let's just start with what's the most simple thing someone can do. Let's start with buyers. Okay. What is the most simple thing that is kind of misunderstood that a buyer can do to have their offer went out. Well, remove contingencies. You, a buyer going in with contingencies of any kind is not going to be in a position of a buyer that goes in without a contingency. And most people refer to the contingency as being another property to sell. So that's but, one of the most common contingencies. Well, it's it's a crippling contingency yeah. in ways. Because you can't overcome it sometimes, but we've got a solution for that. So, okay, so a mortgage contingency uh, is another contingency. Yeah. If the seller of that property has to wait for you, the buyer, to clear up your credit. Yeah. Uh be on your job for a certain amount of time. I mean, you can go get credit approved through underwriting for your own credit prior to making an offer on a property. Well, that's a a big part is knowing the options you have when it comes to lending and not getting just one option, have multiple options. And we have on the line our money man, Matt McLean from SWBC Mortgage. In MLS number 1197740. Matt McLean, thanks for calling in and being with us this morning. Good morning. Good morning, Mark. Good morning, Becky. Uh, Good morning. You know, I just said something that a lot of lenders will not do, and that is send a buyer through underwriting to get their their credit approved prior to purchasing a house because underwriting i mean we in the business at least we know that there are three parts to the underwriting package so i mean you have to have your appraisal you have to have your title uh and so your house has to qualify you personally have to qualify the title to the property has to qualify for the mortgage and you send all three of those through underwriting do you ever send just the buyer's credit through to get it underwritten we do and that's a great question um we actually have a program it's a certified approval program so the loan is fully underwritten fully approved subject to like you said the title work and the appraisal so that I'll tell you, not that many people offer that. Uh, not very many lenders offer that. It's a step that takes time for the lender. It takes a lot of diligence to gather everything up. 
But if you go through the certified underwriting program and you can present that with your offer, you are like a cash buyer because you've all, it's not subject to your being approved. Well, it's subject to your being stupid and going and buying a new car or something like that or going to the track and gambling away your down payment. But uh, (laughs) most of the time, folks are in the business of buying a home know that you can't make any sudden moves after your qualification. So what does it cost to get a certified approval from SWBC Mortgage? It doesn't cost a dime. That is a service that we provide, and you're exactly right. It, it's, it's terribly powerful when you're out there negotiating for your buyers. It is a strong statement to that seller. So, and, and you're saying it's terribly powerful, and I'm going, it's wonderfully powerful. <laughs> <laughs> Same thing. Well, I mean, it is. It's seriously powerful, yeah. Yes, it is. And uh, so that way you can take away a contingency. And one another thing that you guys will do for us, SWBC, will call the realtor on the off that has the home listed for our buyers, they will make a personal phone call to the listing agent and say, hey, uh, <clears throat> Mark over at the Becky Ivins team is submitting an offer, and I wanted to let you know that I've already sent this through underwriting, uh, so you don't have to worry about the qualification of this particular buyer. Yes, we do, um, and uh, we do that, and I will tell you, the realtors that get those phone calls, they they're, one, they're shocked um, because they don't get them very often, and they're very, very appreciative. Well, and you have to have a reputation behind your name before you can uh, to carry the weight of what you're saying. And when you see SWBC on a letter, I just do a big sigh of relief when I see that when I get offers. Well, thank you. Thank you. Um, we do have a solid brand, and it, it helps us in this market. Absolutely. Well, and this is one of the big secrets to getting your offer to um, to be a winning offer is who you use as a lender matters. It matters big time. Well, it matters who you use for a home inspector. It matters who you use for your insurance agent. All those things matter. It's winning. That's we're going to put you in a winning position today. And to be winning on your mortgage, all you got to do is call SWBC Mortgage because you got Matt McLean, you got Dean Riddell, and they're our favorites. Their number is 405 858 7770. That's 405 858 7770. Or you can go to BeckyIvans.com, click on Becky's favorites. You'll see them right there at the top. And having SWBC in your corner is a big part of having a winning offer. Thank you, Matt. Thanks, Matt. Thank you, guys. We'll be right back with more on Oklahoma Real Estate on the Move, News Radio 1000, KTOK. Welcome back to Oklahoma Real Estate on the Move. We're talking about ways to have a winning real estate transaction, and we're focusing right now on buyers. And so ways that buyers can have a winning offer. What's another way, Becky? Well, and by the way, after our next break, we're going to be talking about how sellers can win. So stay tuned for that. Uh, 
just starting at the top of the contract uh, form that's filled out when you write an offer, one of the first things that people do is that realtors do is forget to check the right attachments that are on the offer. Like if it's got an HOA, a homeowners association in the neighborhood, that addendum has to be attached to the contract. Because if you get, say you get five offers on a house, not unusual. Uh, we do, we get, still get lots of multiple offers. Okay. Uh, and it doesn't have, an offer does not have the HOA filled out. It doesn't have the legal description. It has the address, but no legal description on the contract. The first thing I look at is, uh, am I going to have to work with a realtor that is either too lazy to look up a legal description and put it on there or too uninformed or lazy to know that the title transfers by legal description, not by street address, because street addresses can change. I mean, out on Gregory Road, that uh, there's a couple streets out there that literally change the names of their streets. So the address, had you transferred it by legal description, by address, they would no longer own their property because that address doesn't even exist. So titles transferred by legal description, that has to be on the contract form. And if it's got a homeowners association, that buyer has to be informed there's a homeowners association because they're going to be required to meet the requirements and maintain the requirements of that homeowner association, the restrictions, the covenants, and the cost, right, of what it costs to have an yeah. HOA. So uh, that's one of the first things that you can do to to get yourself, to make yourself a winner if you're buying a property, is find a realtor that's not lazy or is not informed. Yeah. So we talked about that who you use as a lender matters, who you use as a realtor matters. Well, it does. And, and Mark, are we, I always say this. Are we the only good realtors out there? Yes. No, oh. <laughs> no, no. I mean, no, no, that's the right answer. We have a lot yeah. of great realtor friends yeah. that provide great services. And we're so happy about that because, trust me, we have to work with these people every day. We want great realtors to work with. Yeah, absolutely. We, we couldn't handle all the transactions in central Oklahoma, so we're happy to have our fellow realtors. Uh, we love working with those that know how to write an offer. Yeah, those who actually know what the contract says mm-hmm. is critical, right. and it's really important. And we're amazed at the number of times where there's just indications that do they actually know what the contract says? Like, for example, I know one this one that when I first came on board with you, Becky, that you taught our team was simply at the top. There is no room for a cash addendum. Well, and we still get that all the time. <laughs> now, we used, back in the day, we had an addendum was, that went with the contract right. that if it's a cash addendum, it has to be in certified funds and – Payable to the title company to be dispersed, and there was all there was a little. Well, our our 
forms were legal size back then instead of letter size. Uh, and there was a place to put, you know, there's an addendum because the buyer's going to pay cash. Yeah. Well, we don't have that addendum anymore because our contract verbiage changed. That actually changed when I was on the forms and contract committee. I've served on that committee for a few years, uh, off and on. I mean, I don't like to stay on that committee because it's a lot of boring lawyer type reading, but it's important that you know your contract. So if you want to be a realtor who knows what they're doing and you don't have a really good supportive broker, sign yourself up for the forms and contract committee. Sign yourself up for the education committee. You can get a lot of education like that. I went out on my own as a broker, uh, I mean, very quickly after I went into real estate. And the only way I could get be sure that I was kept informed was to sign up for committees. So find yourself an active realtor who does that, who not only wants to make money, but wants to serve the community. Mm. So that's good. And so in our, in our contract, which is put out by the Oklahoma real estate commission, it is a form that has, it has changed through the years. In fact, it, it just, and it just changed. changed. Yes. Our team meeting will be covering those changes. (laughs) Uh, we've all been privy to have that, but they always change those forms in November Yeah, and they didn't change much this year, but so we always at, go over that. And at the top of it, it says, here's the different. So uh, along with the contract, you have to check which addendums to the contract, if any, you're going to have. Right. And, but, uh, so if, if, right, if you're going to have a loan that is attached to this contract, then you have to have a lender addendum or um, whether it's conventional FHA. It says this contract consists of uh, this contract form and the following the attachments. Following attachments. Yep, so exactly. that's the first thing. The next thing on the contract is, uh, I believe, well, the name of the buyer and the seller. Mm-hmm. And that is often wrong. So that's I, another part of how do you have a winning offer? Put the right names on there. If yeah. it's owned by a trust, it's owned by a trust. It's not owned by the trustee. And we have a lot of that. If it's owned by an estate, it's not owned by the deceased person. The estate of whoever is deceased. Uh, So it's just knowing who owns the property. It's the first thing we always check. Uh, And the name of the buyer. You can't – I do not believe a lender nor a title company would insure a loan – well, would give a loan to or insure a loan for John Smith because John Smith, there's a lot of there's them. You've gonna, you're going to have to identify who John Smith is. And uh, I, we had a friend one time whose parent named them Q in the middle because that is unique. Unique, yeah. As so, but anyway, sometimes they will put in there, uh, also known as, and you know, different things. So know who your buyer, know who your seller are. The next thing is to be sure you put the legal description in and the pro, the correct current 
a mailing address of the property, not mailing, street address. Street address. Street address is different. Yeah. Uh, and then in the correct city, because Edmond and Oklahoma City get mixed up a lot because it's really Oklahoma City, but an Edmond mailing address. Same thing with Yukon Mustang. Right. I mean, there's just different. So put the correct street address and then the price and know what to offer. I would leave that till the end. Because you can explain a lot as you make your offer other than just the, uh, you know, the purchase price. But how about the earnest money? If you're going to have to put down 5% of the house as a down payment, it would show your seller that you've actually got that money if you put it up for earnest money. The larger your earnest money, the stronger your offer. That is a big, big way to have a winning offer in a competitive situation. Is doesn't cost you any more in the long run. Right. And shows your strength of the offer you're making. When we come back, we'll be back with ways to win as a seller right here on Oklahoma Real Estate on the Move News Radio 1000 KTOK. Welcome back to Oklahoma Real Estate on the Move. This is Mark Carr, team member of the Becky Ivins Real Estate team here with Becky Ivins. And it's time for our word of the day. Our word of the day is brought to you by Robbins Roofing, where their word every day is trust. You can trust Robbins Roofing from a small repair to a complete replacement. You can give them a call at 728-3700. That's 405-728-3700. Becky, what's our word of the day? Offer. Making an offer. Making an offer. Getting an offer. Uh, Well, an offer is a promise to do or refrain from doing something in exchange for something else. So an offer must be stated and delivered in a way that would lead a reasonable person to expect a binding contract to arise from its acceptance. So an offer is exactly that. Realtors all the time say, hey, I brought you a contract. Well, you can't bring me a contract. You can bring me an offer. It becomes a contract when it's signed by both parties and agreed when to. When all parties have agreed. Agreed, signed, and delivered. Yeah, yeah. It's a big part of this. And One of the things I talk to my buyers is when you're making a strong offer, make it as simple as possible so that it can be presented in that simple, powerful way to the seller. Right. And a way to make it powerful for the seller is to have a range of closing dates. I, the, as a buyer, you can say, our contract reads that this transaction will be closed on or before a certain date. You could also put between this date and this date, uh, so that, you know, with interest rates changing, you need to lock in your interest rate. So you need, you need to know when that interest rate lock expires. You don't want to go past that, but you want to close at the seller's convenience. And so give the seller 
a range of dates and let them choose when to close, when's most convenient for them. Okay, so that, and then on inspections, uh, inspections our con our default in our contract is about 14 days for home inspections if the seller wants to win they're going to ask for a shorter period of time because the seller has to take their house off the market during the inspections and then if the buyer changes their mind about buying the property they discover anything there's a flood zone within a mile or there's a they didn't realize there was wallpaper under the paint yeah or whatever it the the roof might need to be replaced in the next five years a buyer can opt out of a contract based on the condition of the property during this inspection time so you want that as a seller you would be winning if you had a shorter period of time and typically in the winter we give a little bit longer than in the summer because it could be impacted by ice or snow uh to where someone couldn't check the roof you know during inclement weather uh so but a 10 days is i think adequate for both sides our home inspectors are not backed up so far we, we dealt with that for a little bit. Of yes. That it was there was well, so many many realtors dealt with that. We did not. <laughs> I will have to say, we use call us first home inspections for a reason. First of all, they're transparent. They inspect the house. Their client, they're paid by the buyer, but their client basically is the house. They have to be true to the house and report it. So we love that about call us first. Uh, and so, and who's going to inspect the property makes a difference too. It does. It does. It 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 certainly does make a difference. If you want to join the conversation today, it's four zero five eight four zero one thousand. That's four zero five eight four zero one thousand. I think we have a few little Casa Perico. We do have Casa Perico gift certificates. Yeah. So if you guys, I ate there yesterday, ordered it to go so that I could eat it today. <laughs> <laughs> Which one did you eat at? I went to one twenty second and Pen. Yeah. yeah. So uh, that was just close and on my way home, and we we're trying to think, well, what can we eat? We ate a very late lunch, so I ate my lunch and took my leftovers and ate them last night. So, I'm, But I bought a different dish for today, so uh, they, there's, they've got a great variety. So if you call in, ask a question, make a comment, just join the conversation. We have a gift certificate waiting for you. That's so true. let's talk about another part of what makes a winning, what makes it uh, a winning, what's a win for a seller? What's another win? A win for a seller is to, one of the biggest wins is to close when you're wanting to close. Uh, you don't want to be rushed in getting out of your house if you don't have to get out in a certain amount of time or you need to hit a target date because it is very important. So closing date is, can be a win for a seller. Uh, the bottom line is big for a seller, by the way. Uh, you can real often have a contract that's where someone offers you $210,000 for a house and another offer for $203,000 could be a better offer for the seller because it's the bottom line that matters, not the top line. 
the top line sometimes is hard to do for with an appraisal. And so as a seller, you'll win if you put your house in the right condition. You make sure if you think it's that's settlement or foundation crack or your slab is falling or something like that, get an engineer out there and get an engineer's report. Repairs need to be done before your house goes on the market. Not updates, but repairs that are obvious repairs need to be taken care of. You will win because you'll get higher offers to begin with. And then the uh, paragraph four of our contract form is uh, what stays with the house. Well, make it clear as to what stays with the house. If you're leaving your refrigerator and your washer and dryer and your riding lawnmower, pers- all personal property, by the way, it needs to be written in paragraph four as inclusions. Uh, and just say, uh, just because you put it in the MLS and say you're leaving the refrigerator, if that contract form does not say the refrigerator is included in the purchase, then it's not included in the purchase. So be sure that your contract is complete and every every blank is filled out. Now, number of days in some of those blanks, it'll say, have a parenthesis after it that says uh, the default date, like 10 days for home inspections, seven days to decide uh what repairs are going to be done to a property or if it needs treatment for termites uh, or to clear up a title. Now, that's something that really sometimes can get in your way, particularly when interest rates are volatile. You don't leave 30 days to clear up a title if your interest rate lock is going to expire within that 30 days because the seller's under no obligation to sell you that house if they can't get clear title. So as a seller, you need to be sure you can get clear title to your property. And clear title, that man, that's another whole show. We'll have Ken McBride come from Chicago Title, and we'll have him talk about what things can happen that does not, that clouds your title and causes you not to be able to get title insurance. Yeah. And the the problem with title insurance is if you don't have it, you can't get a mortgage because mortgage company is going to require that that title is insured. Well, and that's another big part of how to have a winning offer on both sides is where you close matters. Man, it, no kidding. It makes a big difference. I just sometimes shudder when I realize where I have to go to a closing. The buyer chooses where the closing will take place. That actually is a point of negotiation. So if the buyer decides they can give that power to the seller to choose where it closes, particularly if they ask the seller to pay for it. Uh, But the reason the buyer gets to choose is because the buyer has to live with that title insurance so you want to go with a title insurance company that actually has the reserves to pay on their title insurance and the fidelity group is the the strongest one uh on that i mean in these parts and other parts the fidelity group out of chicago and that's the title insurance product that chicago title offers 
So that's one thing that, uh, you know, close where title is open for the seller if it's already been open. Maybe they had an offer and they started title work. Yeah. Uh, just if if they go with a reasonable t- uh, title insurance, well, then you need to go. Yeah, it's a great one. We have a caller on the line, JT. Good morning, JT. Hey, good morning. Enjoying the show. Hadn't got a chance to listen to all of it, but uh, you may have already covered some of this. But a um, couple things on, like on uh, interest rate, sound like maybe, look like they're still going to climb, which is, you know, I mean, we're still real low compared to historical. Um, but if it does climb up another half, three-quarters of a percent, uh, do you think maybe the supply chain or the price of goods is going to compensate that a little bit by going down? Are we kind of peak on on the cost of goods? Well, so long Build as so long as we don't have another uh, threatened pandemic, which frankly I will tell you, uh, I've got kids in the military, so they're on different continents, and uh, not everybody, by the way, is as secure as we are. We've got. They've got a little local uh, epidemic going in different areas. So that can certainly change things. And politically, oh, my gosh, uh, the political atmosphere has as much to do with our supply chain as anything. Uh, because we do import a lot of goods from Asia. And when we, you know, don't have good relationships with those countries... It's it's a big threat, probably pharmaceuticals more than anything right now. Yeah. JT, one of the things that we, we're seeing right now is like uh, the new home market. Uh, we've actually seen prices come back a little bit within new homes. And that's one of the bigger indicators of supply and demand in, in our industry is what are some of the big builders because they're buying in huge bulks. And so, uh, like, for example, help someone buy a Tabor and a Home Creations, which are big builders in the area. And both of those homes, uh, they had decreased the price from what they originally had listed it for. Well, and the, the, the uh, experienced home, the pre-owned home, uh, usually follows that. Yeah. So those, you know, if you can buy a new home, or about the same price as an existing home, you're going to buy the new home most of the time. And so the prices of existing homes usually settles down a little bit too. I don't think the value is going to go down very much on our homes. Uh, it's just a super inflated value is going to slough off. Yeah. JT, I think the other thing that's keeping everything buoyed is there's still not a lot of homes that are on the market. I mean, our market is still seller positive. It certainly is because the uh, fact is two out of every every three home loans right now in Oklahoma are at 4% or less interest rate. So if you've got uh, roughly 70% of the homes with a 4% interest rate, People aren't going to move just because they want to. They're going to move out of necessity or if they're new to the market or a life event. I mean, they they need to sell because they've lost one income due to death, divorce, or 
layoffs, which we are seeing a lot of those too. So outside forces making a, a move necessary are those people who are going to be selling. So uh, the supply, I don't think our, our listing supply is going to improve much for a while. JT, go ahead, JT. I'm sorry. I, I was just going to say Oklahoma's really been, we're really fortunate to live what we do, cost of living, and everything regionally wise. And again, your supply of new homes is um, not keeping up, I don't think, with all the influx of uh, transplants. But um, one other thing that might not keep the price down very much longer is we repatriate production in the United States. That's you know, make everything go up in price. It's inflationary. But on a side note, back to what you said before, I think there's a bolo alert out there for Gates and Fauci. I think they got some explaining to do. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> JT, thanks for the call. Hang on the line. Mike Gannon will get you information, get you a gift card. We'll be back with more right here in Oklahoma Real Estate on the Move, News Radio 1000 KTOK. Welcome back to Oklahoma Real Estate on the Move. It is time for our smoking hot deal. Our smoking hot deal is brought to you by Casa Perico Mexican Grill, located on the south corner of 122nd and Penn on 63rd, just west of Meridian, and in Yukon on Route 66. You know our smoking hot deal today. Are you ready? It is a good one. It's a it's a twofer. We've got two. We got a twofer special. We do. Uh, if your budget is less than a hundred thousand dollars, nowadays you pretty much need to go to the condo, and there's very few that you can get for under a hundred thousand. But this one is. It's ninety seven five, and it's in the twenty six hundred block of Ann Arbor. Is it 2612? 2612 North Ann Arbor Avenue. Yeah, and we've got two condos listed there. Are they both upper level? Both on the second level. Both have balconies. Um, They are identical in square footage. Three bedroom, two bath, just about 1,430 square feet. Um, Nice size. Really, both have been upkept well and remodeled inside. Have lots of updates on the inside of them so they're they're really in great condition so uh give us a call for those uh and there's an hoa fee involved there's an hoa that covers about everything you would want except your electric bill so it covers gas covers water has swimming pool and a little clubhouse uh for exterior exterior insurance insurance. that's a big one in maintenance Uh yeah so you just have to keep up with the inside of your house, pay your electric bill. Yeah, it's really a really uh, nice, nice uh, setup. Uh, all both units have their own interior laundry, and hard to find all of those, especially under a hundred thousand. Yeah, ninety-seven five. Ninety-seven five. You can go to beckyivans.com, click on search listings. You'll see them right there. You can take a virtual tour, or you can call our office, and we'd love to. Take you for a tour in person. That number is 405-722-3232. That's 722-3232. And, uh, you know, I just want to put the word out there that we just listed an Airbnb. So 
So if you want to purchase an Airbnb, give us a call, Fully Furnished. Uh, and is it on 34th? It's Northwest 34th. Joe is doing an open house there this Tomorrow. Sunday. Okay. Yep. So go look at so it. So right prior to the big game, I don't know if I can say Super Bowl. Do I have to pay a trademark? Do I have to pay someone, Mike Gannon, if I say the word Super Bowl? Or is it just in product? Super Bowl, Mark. Yes. I can say it. We're going to say yeah. it. As long as, as as long as it is wet. Yeah. Yeah. You're such, Commissioner Goodell's not listening. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> he's not up listening to Oakland Real Estate yeah. on the move on Saturday. I got you. So, uh, so he, he's the, doing Joe's open house. going to be an open house from 2 to 4 because he wants to go to the – watch the game too. And uh, so if you're – if you want to see an Airbnb here in Oklahoma City, and this is a nice one, where on 34th is it? It is on 34th, just to the east of Penn. Okay, just east yeah, of Penn. Yeah, just east of Penn. Um, and About the 2,000 block beautiful. or so there. Yeah, it's great. Five bedrooms, five bathrooms. Everything has its own. Wow, nice. Yeah. Yep, really, really nice. All right, Becky. We got to land this plane today. What is the final advice you give to a seller on winning, having uh, a winning contract? Well, you have to price your house right to start with. You can always, people will say, well, I can always come down. I'm going to list it at this price, but I can always come down. You're going to be a winner in today's current market if you price your house at exactly what it ought to sell for. Because there are so many buyers out there competing with each other to purchase a place that you're going to end up getting more than what your house ought to sell for. So look at if a realtor comes out there, I deal with this all the time. You go out to a home, you help to price a property for a seller. And and the way we help price property is show the data, what has sold in the area and compare it with your home. Is it better? Is it worse? Is it bigger, smaller? Does it have an extra garage? Things like that. And to help determine value. Where does your house fit in here? Well, price it right to start with because the market will carry the price of your home to a level that it ought to, it may be a little bit more than it ought to sell for. Absolutely. We have just under a minute here. Ann, good morning, Ann. We have Ann on the line. Well, hi, guys. I just wanted to thank you guys for the tickets to the home show that uh, you gave me. It was really a neat deal. Well, thank you, Ann. We're happy to do that. And I will tell you, we do have tickets for another show. I just can't remember for sure exactly. I haven't. I saw the envelope, haven't opened it yet, but I've got tickets for another one that's upcoming. I'll be sure that you get some. I'll send you four. How's that? Oh, how wonderful. That is fantastic. Thank you so much. Hang You're on, very generous. Mike Gannon is going to get your information. Thank you, Ann, and thank you for the rest of you for being a part of Oklahoma Real Estate on the Move, News Radio 1000 KTOK.